Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Gotham Coach. The show that brings sneakerheads and ball players together. Now, here's your host with over 200 pairs of sneakers, Tyrone Smith. Yeah. 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 Oh. I don't know what all that, <laughs> I don't know what all that was about. <clears throat> um, but uh, check this out, man. Y'all ain't know what time it is. It's your favorite. It's your favorite podcast that comes on every week. It may come on every two weeks. It may come on every three weeks. It may come on every four weeks. Hey, it's even been an instance where it was five weeks since I did the last show. Look, I know y'all miss me. I told you. I told you what happened when I don't hear my voice. I got to talk to myself. It is what it is. I think that's why I do podcasts, to be honest with you, because I literally get to hear my voice for 45 minutes. And then when I edit an episode, which is probably like an hour, hour and a half, I get to hear myself then. So for like two hours and 10 minutes, I get to hear myself talk. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. If, if you that stuck up of yourself, I'm not stuck up, you know. I just don't talk that much, so when I do talk, I'll be surprised to hear myself talk. That's how I be sometimes. But, I mean, if, if, if you're one of them people who like to hear themselves talk, go ahead and start a podcast. Do that. You'll, 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 you'll thank me later. You'll thank me later for my advice. Um, What is there to talk about? I don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, there ain't really too much to... Ain't too much to really talk about right now, you know. Once again, shout out to the Hamtramck Police Department. Y'all, y'all the real MVPs. I, I, I rock with y'all heavy. I rock with y'all heavy. Not because y'all just law-abiding citizens and y'all gave, purposely gave me a ticket for no reason just to get some money. I understand. I understand. Times is hard. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, you got to. <laughs> You got, you gotta do what you gotta do. So if you gotta pull somebody over and accuse them of speeding when they wasn't even speeding, and say they doing forty and a twenty five, when 
your, your, your car can't even accelerate that fast unless you got one of them Challengers or a, uh, or a, a Camaro or a Mustang. And I ain't even that type of guy to have one of those cars. Give me a simple Malibu and I'm good. I'm good. But, um, yeah, shout out to y'all. Y'all was going to give me three points on my driver's license. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't know that was the repercussions of uh paying and paying the ticket. You know they was gonna give me um, they was gonna give me three uh, they was gonna give me three take three points on my uh driver's license. That's tough. That's tough. Man, I don't know how to feel about that. But uh, we got it all situated. You know, of course, there's no no points on my uh driver's license. Uh, I had to pay a little extra little money to take care of the situation. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is, it's taken care of. And then they almost tried to get me. I, th- I just paid them some money to take care of the the ticket. They they almost tried to get me again. But it ain't happened. So, shout out to the Hamtramck Police Department. Y'all the real MVPs. Um, other than that, hey, I got the iPhone 10, And it's beautiful. I love this phone. I love this phone already. I like it way more than my 8. I mean, my 7. My seven is just so obsolete right now, you know. It's just, it's just sitting over in the corner all alone, you know. I think it's playing that. I think it's playing that song right now. If, if that was the, if 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 iPhone had moods and, and they could tell you their mood, I think that would be their mood. Anybody know that song? Let me know, cause I just know, I just know the humming part of it. That's that's all I know, and I don't even think that's the right version of the song. That's tough, but um, so what else? You know, hand traffic police department is the real MVP. He's got a new iPhone. It just went off. Shut up, iPhone. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, what else? Oh, I got a special package that came in the mail today. I mean, if you follow me on the Snap. If you don't follow me on the snap, first of all, go ahead and do that Rone to exclusive. That is R-O-N-E, the number two, X-C-L-U-Z-I-V-E. Um, I got a special package that came in the mail today that took almost 10 hours to get here. Because they were supposed to they were supposed to be here in the morning. So, uh, shout out to UPS. Y'all the real MVPs, punks. Taking all day with my package. But, um... I got a I got a special package today. Y'all y'all already know when I get packages, it's either one or two things. It's some of that Dylan Dillinger Hot Fire merch or some of that Dylan Dillinger Hot Fire that H E A T heat. And since my my initial design for my uh for my new merch, my new merch shirt ain't came out yet. Um uh, I think what is it called? Oh, the Heat Snatcher. The Heat Snatcher shirts coming soon. Heat Snatcher shirts coming soon. But um, it wasn't. It wasn't no. It wasn't no merch. It was actually some heat. And what I got in the what I got from UPS was something that took me back to when I was a young, innocent fourteen-year-old little boy. When I opened that package. When I opened that package, I need some cinnamon music right now. When I opened that package, I took the, I took the, uh, I took the knife and I just, I, I, I ran it across the box. And as the box began to slowly start to cut open, I 
opened the box and then the box was so tight so it was like it fit perfect the the, the shoe box fit perfectly in the packaging box so I had to cut the box box I had to cut that a little more but once I cut that a little more and then I started to rip the sides apart and I seen that in this box in this packaging box was something that I had not seen in about 13 years I got it out the box and it came in a red shoe box kind of similar to what the Jordans come in the Jordan 11's it come in the box the little box where you can pull it out it came in one of those and when I pulled that box out out of that little cover I pulled back the paper whatever that was I pulled back the paper and it was the air zoom generations For anybody, for any sneakerhead that don't know what the Air Zoom generations are, and I know a lot of y'all aren't sneakerheads like myself, so you probably don't understand the true meaning of this particular shoe that I just copped. But the Air Zoom generations are LeBron James' first signature shoe. The very first game. And he put up 20-something points and almost had a triple-double his first game against the Sacramento Kings, who I am watching, by the way, on NBA Live 18 via computer versus computer. And they was up. No, they wasn't up. They was down 10, but they're winning 21-19, so check them out. But um, you guys don't understand the meaning of this particular shoe. It's like... You know, it's like the Jordans, you know, the Jordan band, the band ones. You know how instrumental those shoes are to the sneaker community? They're super instrumental, right? Um, And I got them. And it just made me remember when I was 14 and I actually got those pair of shoes. My mom actually bought me those pair of shoes. And... I mean, I know she listens now. I'm 28, so it ain't like she can whoop me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, she can't whoop me no more. Ma, ma, what up? What's happening? No, I'm just playing, mama. You know I love you. But um, when she bought me those shoes, those particular shoes, um, she told me that I could only wear them on days that she was off because she was in fear that somebody was going to snatch my shoes <laughs> from the bus stop. Hey. Your only child, you have one of those type of moms, those really, really concerned moms. But what I used to do is, on days where she would work, I would put the shoes in my book bag, and I would wear the shoes to uh, to, to school. And then when I would come home, when I would get on the bus, I would change my shoes into my regular shoes, and then I would go home. As if nothing happens. And then it wasn't like, I mean, I guess she could have went in my room and seen that the shoes was missing. And be like, oh, he must have put them in his book bag and, and, and wore them to school. But I got home before she did. So I was like, I just would throw the shoes back with my little, my little, shoe, cor- my little shoe corner. And I didn't really have heat like that. I had those pair of LeBrons. I had a pair of black and white LeBrons. And I think I had an all pair of all white Air Force Ones. And a, and a pair of... Um, all black Reebok, Reebok classics. Those was the only four shoes that I had. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't even, I wasn't really into shoes like that. So it wasn't really no point of me buying them. But today, my f- first expensive pair of shoes, my Air Zoom Generations, came in the mail today. And when I tell you that I lit up like a fat kid in a candy store, I lit up like a fat kid in a candy store. And I have no intentions of wearing them until I get to Vegas. Because it's going to be lit down there. And I got to show people what I'm about. But uh, enough rambling. The boy been rambling for 11 minutes and 15 seconds. See, this this is the this is the joy of my show. I don't just get exactly what I'm going to get into. Sometimes I got to get y'all a little backstory of, of what I've been going through. You know, my week and everything like that. So y'all can kind of be in the loop. None of that personal stuff. Because, frankly, I don't like y'all enough for, y'all, for me to just be parent sharing personal stories with y'all about my, my personal life. But... You can hear when I get a new phone, I get some new heat, and you know, my, my, my love and appreciation for the Hamtramck Police Department. Yes, I will be screaming that forever for the rest of this show until I feel that it was due just. But uh, let's get into this episode, man. Y'all already know the situation of what the numbers is. I don't know what number episode this is after patron exclusive episodes and patron Free episodes so uh i lost count at the 32 but if you know the count if you a day one if you know the number episode this is go ahead and say it in the intro because i'm not saying it because frankly i don't know and i'm not about to go back and, and try to find out because frankly i don't care i mean i could go back and like li- list all the listens of the episodes and then count it but that's too much that's too much that's too many numbers man i don't really like numbers like that so let's get into this episode man episode number book bag full of candy of the show where family dollar has batteries for five dollars in a four pack why are they even call Family Dollar? Why? Why? I. Why? I don't think it's anything in there for a dollar. Everything is like a dollar five or a dollar ten or a dollar two. I don't think it's nothing a dollar two, but you get my point. They should just call themselves Family. Family Store. There you go. Because it's not even a dollar store. It's a, it's a store. Family Store. Got him, coach. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm your host, Tyrone Smith, aka Ron to Exclusive, aka Mr. Hustle Bandit, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandit, Four Point Island, lock him up, Ron. Who be spinning around the world, spinning around the world, brush to my hair, oh, I'm spinning around the world, Daytona 360, alive and in the flesh, and y'all already know what I come to do, man. I come to give y'all that Dylan Dillinger hot fire, that H E A T. Y'all already know how it go. So check this out, man. 
first of all before we get into any festivities of the situations of this episode i want to go ahead and send my condolences um it was a sad situation this week um i don't know if you guys heard um first of all you know calm, calm the music down you know turn it turn it turn it off a little bit turn, turn, turn the music off you know I gotta give a little heart to heart to my people that's listening. Uh, check this out, man. So I don't know if y'all heard right. Um, it was a really sad situation that went on this past mm, this past week. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers got the smack of down laid to them by the Golden State Warriors, and um, LeBron James punched a whiteboard and he broke his hand and. Even though he was super effective, he wasn't as effective as he was in game one when he put up 51 points. Shout out to J.R. Smith. We still rocking with you, bro. Even though we made fun of you last week, you know, with the end of the episode and forgetting that we didn't finish the episode and then ending the episode again and then forgetting that we had heat of the week to do and then ending the episode and then going from there. We still rock with you, bro. I still rock with you, J.R power to the people man but um you know cleveland far hard they um they played like they didn't want to win um they gave up very very quickly lebron james gave up very very quickly um and um golden state um put it to him i mean like literally put it to him Three championships in four years. Um, dynasty, indeed. LeBron James is now three and six in the NBA Finals. Um, Kyrie Irving is somewhere laughing, having a good time. That's just facts. Um, Reggie Jackson is somewhere laughing, having a good time. That's just facts. Every LeBron James hater is out there having a good time. Um, probably burning his jersey. So uh, they're having a good time. Every LeBron James fan has now become a Draymond Green fan. Um, just kind of turning their back on the king. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that sometimes, you know, people... Uh, Go through changes and and D riding. For those who don't know what that is, Mama, I love you. Don't don't ask what D riding is. <laughs> but um, it's a shame when a team beats another team consistently, and the fans then turn on you. Um and just decide not to be your not to be your fan not to be a part of your your fan club and go to someone else. And so for that, for that embarrassing show that uh, we had to watch, and for the Cleveland <clears throat> Cavaliers giving up the way that they did in the NBA Finals, um, I think a ten bell salute is needed. And love in memory of the championship Cleveland Cavaliers because 
LeBron James is not coming back to Cleveland. So, can we get a 10-bell salute for the Cleveland Cavaliers, please? Thank you. And now, because there was there was more sad news this week, because as a podcaster and someone in media, I was forced to watch Game Four from beginning to end. Um, and it wasn't the greatest thing to watch. Um, it was quite embarrassing. Um, I felt like the Sacramento Kings could have been out there and did a better job than what the Cleveland Cavaliers had shown in that game. Um, the way they were playing made you realize that they were kind of accepted to the fact that they were going to lose this series. But see, here's my problem. Because, um... Cleveland, I, I gave you, I gave you a win, man. One win. That's all you had to do for me is win one. Game three was your, was your, was your, was your opportunity, and um, you blew it. You blew it. So uh, game four, we kind of knew what the situation of, 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 of what the, what the rest of the, of what the game was gonna be like, what the rest of the series was gonna be like in the event Cleveland won. Um, they weren't getting out of five, you know. It was gonna, it was gonna end in five. So, for the gigabytes that I had to use on my cellular device, the low battery warnings that I had to endure watching this basketball game, this basketball series. Um, I take that back. With the exception of game one and game three. Other than that. With the with the low battery that I had to endure watching this series, um, with the amount of paper that I had to waste covering Game Four, and it wasn't even nothing to cover after the third quarter, because basically all I had to say was Cleveland gave up, Golden State's blowing them out. That's all I had to say. That's all the analysis that I had to give for Game Four after the second, I mean the first half. My bad, the first half. So, for me wasting paper, for me wasting my precious gigabytes, uh, shout out to Sprint too. Y'all, y'all, y'all out of here, man. Y'all out of here in a couple weeks. Bye-bye. Say goodbye. <laughs> but, um, yeah, can I get a four-bell salute for my sanity watching the NBA Finals? Four bells, please. Thank you. And now, last but not least, can I get a one bell salute 
for I don't know. Just 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 give me a bell salute. Just 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 give me a bell. Just give me one bell, please. Thank you. Alright, man. So let's talk about this, man. Let's talk about this Golden State Warriors team. First of all, shout out to the Golden State Warriors for winning another NBA championship. That is three championships in four years. And they was one. Draymond Green, Ric Flair, low blow away from potentially winning four straight championships. That's something. That's, that's something to think about. But um, Golden State, man, where do they go from here? A lot of people say there's a lot of interesting questions, man. Look, I put it like this: as long as you're winning, as long as you're winning, your core is gonna. I think your core stays together. I don't think nobody is going to go anywhere. When you really think about the fact that Draymond took less money. When his extent, when he signed his first extension to bring, to possibly be able to bring Kevin Durant into the fold, it's a lot of selflessness within that team. It seems like everybody plays for each other, and it's all for the common goal of winning the championship, which you, which you should have in your players. Every player should be able to sacrifice something for the common goal of either getting to the playoffs. Or get into the championship. And for the Pistons case, it should be more than winning 40 games. We're not there yet, but we'll talk about the Pistons in a minute. But, um, so shout out to Golden State, man. Shout out to Golden State, man. I, I, I looked at this team, right? And one of my concerns in this series, and I'm not even going to lie. Um, I did my own analysis of the series. Like, kind of seeing where the matchups and things was going to be. And it was actually... One matchup I didn't like for Golden State was the matchup at center. Um, I felt like Tristan Thompson, as great of an offensive rebounder as Tristan Thompson is, I felt like he was going to be a huge X factor in this series with his ability to offensively rebound and be able to get points off of that. And he really wasn't that big of a factor, to be honest with you. And when you look on the opposite side, Kevin Looney played good minutes. JaVale McGee played excellent minutes. That third game, he had a a, a, a little minute, a couple minute stretch where he was guarding LeBron, hanging with LeBron. Um, he had a he had a dunk, and then you know he proceeded to follow it up with a couple blunders. But JaVale, we, we we ain't gonna talk about your blunders, bro. The fact of the matter is, you gave that team energy and hope and 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 and, and, and life. When maybe they didn't have it at that particular time, man. You know, game game four, you know, he was very active. You know, running the floor, blocking shots, you know, everything. So, when I looked at this, the center situation, it just surprised me that these guys were able to do uh, what they were able to do. Given given the circumstances. Um, Golden State, man, what's scary about the Warriors to be honest with you, because Kevin Durant is going to opt out, of course, but he's all, he's also going to re-sign with the team. He's already in, told everybody that he intends to re-sign with the team. I think that's going to happen. Um, but what happens with Golden State, man, what, what makes Golden State so scary is the fact that I think the players on their team realize that the championship pedigree, the, 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 the sacrifice that you can make, to potentially go out and win another ring is so much greater than possibly going out and getting the money. Um, I think I think they really have guys who really care about playing for championships, being able to have championship parades every June. Then guys who 
are worried about the money. And then you got to think about this. Think about this with the Warriors, right? They're going to get better. They're going to get better because there's going to be some guys, some good guys out there who realize that maybe they want to play for a championship. Maybe they're tired of playing for uh, you know, a playoff position or you know, possibly making to the playoffs or getting eliminated first or second round. So there's going to be guys there who could potentially come on the team and make the team that much better. And that's what makes the Warriors so much scary because they have the core guys. Their core guys are good and they're under 30. Think about that, man. So Golden State can legit be good for the next three to four years. Like they can legit be good. Um, and that's, that's, that's a scary thought when you think about teams coming up and teams who, who are possibly going to be building teams to go after the Warriors, man. At the end of the day, I think talent, chemistry beats talent. I, I really think chemistry beats talent. You could be the most talented team in the world, but if you don't have the the, 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 the right chemistry compared to the other uh, to, to the other team or whoever that's right across you, people will look at the more chemistrized that's not a word i know it's not a word but it's gonna it's gonna ride with the wave than what i'm talking about right now they'll look at the team with the most chemistry and yeah they'll look at that team over the team with the most talent any day and that's just x so uh shout out to the warriors man they they um <clears throat> they really put it together man you know what this series remind me of to be honest with you as i was watching it this remind me so much of the toronto cleveland series in the second round Cleveland dominated game one. I don't care what nobody say. Cleveland dominated game one. They made Golden State kind of play to their pace. They kind of made Golden State play to the way that they wanted to play. Go Cleveland should have won that game. Um, where it was missed layups and, and missed opportunities at the rim for Valanciunas and everybody else. It was the quote-unquote block charge that we that the quote-unquote charge that was turned into a block that everybody so up and roar about um which i don't understand because i mean it was clear as day and it was the jr smith going chris weber and magic johnson play where he just kind of ran the time out even though i explained in last week's episode jr shouldn't get 100 percent of the blame he should get about 95 to 96 percent of the blame but it's it's other it's other blame to go around it's just that because his mistake was so catastrophic and it, it led to what you have seen in overtime which is a, a smackdown which is a rock bottom people's elbows sweet chin music pedigree uh stone cold stunner tombstone pile driver choke slam from the undertaker kane and big show um it's just that his his mistake was just it, it had more of a more of a greater impact i guess but um you 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 kind of see the narrative here you know toronto had that game kind of dominated for the most part um cleveland fought their way back game two cleveland blew him out game three it was close lebron hits the dagger game over game four was a blowout when you look at this Warriors series, the Warriors, I mean, the Cavaliers had this series, had game one in the, in the bag. But, you know, just mistakes here, mistakes there, you know, possible conspiracy theories. And J.R. Smith probably being Henny Smith at that particular moment, um, you know, it went into overtime. Golden State was able to dominate. Game two, blowout. 
game three cleveland came out on fire and that was one of the keys that i said in my in my um on my not only on my exclusive breakdown show but uh yeah on my exclusive breakdown show and as i was doing analysis for the uh for the for the show kind of seeing what i what i should expect to see from the game i said cleveland had to get out to a high start um game three they had to get out to the high start and that's exactly what they did they had a double digit lead at one point in time but golden state fought their way back where LeBron James hit the game winner at the buzzer, Kevin Durant hit the game, the dagger three, with about a minute and some change left, which, which ultimately won that game for him. And then game four, it was just embarrassing. And I didn't even want to watch it. I, I, I really wanted to stop watching after the third quarter, but I had to finish watching. It sucked. But um, you kind of see, you kind of see how that Toronto Cleveland series, the Golden State Cleveland series, how that kind of went. Um, it went good for Cleveland, and then it went bad for Cleveland. So, you know, shout out to the Warriors. <laughs> for the Cavs, man, the Cavs are going into an offseason of um, interesting perspective. Interesting perspective. First of all, we're not even going to talk about the fact that LeBron James is a free agent. We don't even want to talk about that. Um, because there's there's so many people about where he's going to go and what he's going to do in terms of, uh, you know, his next free agent move. I've already stated if he's smart or if he wants to have the chance to play in the playoffs every, I mean, in the finals every single year, you stay East and you go to Philly. Philly has the option where they can sign LeBron and not have to make catastrophic changes to their roster as if he was to go to the Houston Rockets and they would have to make catastrophic changes to that, to that roster where it's a whole new team and you got to learn a whole new chemistry, this, that, and the third. Where LA He's playing with a lot of younger players, and, you know, it's going to be a learning curve. I think LeBron is in a situation where he doesn't want to go nowhere, where he has to tutelage guys to win to be effective. And on top of that, he's in L.A., which means that that Lakers team, any Lakers team that they put together in the offseason still isn't beating the Warriors. So let's get the Lakers. Let's get the let's get the uh, let's get the Lakers. Let's get the the Cavaliers let's get him out of here I don't think he goes to neither one of those teams I think legit matter of fact you know what I take that back I don't think he's going to the Lakers for sure Cleveland may have a chance here's how they may have a chance they have the APIC I don't know what they're going to be able to get for the APIC you know um, you got to kind of look at the market to see what kind of what kind of ready now player they can get if Cleveland keeps that APIC LeBron is out of here that's how I look at it because you know it's just it's just what's going to happen um, but an interesting point was brought upon to me, um, you know, before, before this episode and said that LeBron kind of dictates everything. He kind of dictates who the coach is going to be. He kind of dictates the players on the roster. And then everybody has to, everybody's supposed to have this woe is me, woe is me, uh, type of move with LeBron when he, when he's losing in four or five games as if he didn't tell management to sign JR to the long-term extension as if he didn't tell them to sign Tristan Thompson to the long-term extension as if he wasn't didn't tell them to uh, pick up Kevin Love you know what I'm saying so like this man this is his team this is the team that he built maybe this particular team is the team he built but the first team that started the season was kind of the team that he built and then it kind of went over and you know they made all the trades and got a little younger this that and the third so Cleveland, like I said, is in an interesting position. 
Um, I legit think that they lose LeBron. Um, just because, I mean, the team assembled now isn't going to be able to beat the Warriors. And what are you really going to be able to do to upgrade the team? I don't think a lot of people are going to take on a J.R. Smith contract. I don't think a lot of people is going to take on a Tristan Thompson contract. Um, so those are your bulk. Those are the bulk of your players. You might not even be able to get that much for Kevin Love. You know what I mean? So it's like... You know, it's just a lot. It's a lot going on for the Cavs, man. It's a lot for them to retool. They have to retool that whole roster again, and you know, hopefully, they find somebody willing to be able to take some of them players off of their off of their hands to possibly go after some more players. Uh, so I just I just don't see it. And like I said, with Houston, man, Houston will be in a situation where I guess if you say it's it's either LeBron or Clint Capella because you got to sign Clint Capella, and you know he's going to get his money. He's definitely going to get his money. I think he's proven that he can be one of those guys. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to be one of those guys outside of Houston. Um, I feel like the system, the system that Dad Tony has out there for Houston fits him uh, uh, fits him perfectly. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know if he was to go anywhere else. I don't know if he was to go anywhere else. Would he have that same kind of impact on the team? Um, so that's something to think about. But um, you just got to think, man, they're going to have to dismantle that whole roster if they was able to get LeBron. Trevor Reason won't be there. P.J. Tucker probably won't be there. They have to find somebody to trade, uh, a trade partner for Ryan Anderson. So it's just a, it's just a lot to really think about for Cleveland. So, I mean, I just can't. I can't see LeBron going there from in no way, shape, or form. So to me... He really only got, <laughs> to me, he really only got one option, and that's Philly. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say, well, that's going to take away from Ben Simmons, this, that, and the third. But LeBron even said that he wants to play more off the ball this year. Like, he doesn't want to be the ball-dominant player on the team. And with Ben Simmons, the fact Ben Simmons is more of a, you know, he's more of a fast break type of guy. You know, he's not really going to shoot three. He's not going to shoot three. He's going to get to the paint. This, that, the third. I feel it can work because I feel LeBron realizes that he can, he doesn't have to do so much. He has guys that he can, he can really trust and depend upon. Like he gets to depend on a Joel Embiid to go down in the post, get him a bucket. Legit jit. When have you ever had? Who was the last player that LeBron ever played with that you could throw down, go down to the post and get a bucket with? And yeah, you can say Chris Bosh and Kevin Love, but those guys' games changed when LeBron got there. It was more shooting threes and more of a being a stretch four. Joel Embiid is a pure, a pure seven foot two, get down on the block, you know, and, and and do what he need to do center, who can actually step out. But it looks like he's more the traditional type of player who wants to go down in the post and do his work there. So when you add that on there, and then he's a shot block, he's a defensive player, he's one of the three uh, finalists for defensive player of the year. When has LeBron ever played with a shot blocker? Never, right? So that's something to think about. When has LeBron ever played with a, a dominant playmaker at the guard position like Ben Simmons? Right? When has he ever played with more than one pure shooter? Now, I'll take that back because he played with Booby. He played with James Jones. Um, Shane Battier could kind of shoot a little bit with the uh, Heat. Kyle Korver. 
Um, stress guard that young shooter, Bellinelli, JJ Redick. You know they 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 got options, man. They got options, man. They could bring him in there and not have to change the whole makeup of that team, and they'd definitely be a favorite to win the championship. Now, now that we got the Cavaliers and all that, look where the LeBron. I think LeBron goes and all that. We got all that out the way. Uh, we talked about the Warriors. See. See how we see how we get straight into episodes, man. We get straight into these episodes. I give y'all something to talk about and something to think about, and then y'all can kind of go from there. Um, honestly, oh, let's talk about the Pistons. Uh, the Pistons signed Dwayne Casey, and Dwayne Casey says that he wants to make Blake Griffin more of a uh, of a point four. He wants to expand his offensive role, which I don't know. I mean. And in hindsight, you know that uh that sounds good. You know what I'm saying? That that sounds good. But uh, Blake doesn't stay healthy enough, and that's the thing about the Pistons that that kind of makes me mad because when you look at their talent, they have talent to be a top, maybe not a, a top two or three seed, but they could be like a four fifteen in the East. Um, they just can't stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? And for every for all the flack Reggie Jackson get, and you know, I feel like a lot of people give him flack. You know, I've given him flack too. Well, I only give him flack because <laughs> in a 24 second shot clock, he's gonna dribble and point and do all the other stuff that he needs to do for about 20 for about 22 seconds, and then try to make a move, and then it's like, okay, what did you do all that for? But uh, when you look at the the, the team, the team. In terms of talent, isn't bad. It's just the fact that they can't stay healthy. And I think with Dwayne Casey, every every year that Dwayne Casey was the coach of the Raptors, the Raptors got better. They just struggled in the playoffs. So I feel like with a with a ready-made team, because I feel like when Casey got to Toronto, the Raptors wasn't ready-made. It wasn't they wasn't ready-made to 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 do any kind of damage. You know what I'm saying? The Pistons are ready made. Like they don't have a first round pick, so you know, and and they got Blake Griffin in the trade for that first round pick. So they're ready made now. They just probably need to sign another couple guys to you know kind of fill out the roster, maybe help with death, and you know, you know, just kind of see what goes from there. But you know, they just they're just in a, a tight spot right now because you you really have to depend on Reggie Jackson and Blake Griffin. Staying healthy, and you just don't know if you're gonna be able to get that from the both of them. Um, so you know that's just that's something interesting to think about with the Pistons. But overall, it's a it's a solid hire. It's a solid hire. Um, I think they didn't go with like Stackhouse or uh, Udoka, the assistant coach from San Antonio, or Becky Hammond or anything like that because I think they realized that with the team that they have now, it's not a lot of moves. I don't think they're gonna really be able to to pull. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they're 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 not gonna be able to to make any kind of legit legit trades because first of all, the the, the contracts on the teams are just deplorable. For example, John Lure is making four years, forty mil. I mean, he might be on what two years, twenty mil because I think this be his third year, so that'd be three of four. You know, Langston Galloway makes seven twenty one mil for three years, and he didn't even play. Um, I think that's more so a Stan Van Gundy, but Langston Galloway offers a dimension in terms of being able to shoot and handle the ball. He could be kind of that emergency point guard um, in in the right spot. So maybe it was maybe it was so more so a Stan Van Gundy, and that's one thing that you kind of gonna have to watch out for if you're a Pistons fan. And me being a Detroit native, so I, I have to watch Pistons games. 
Um, will the team? Well, how would the team perform? Because I'm pretty sure Dwayne Case is going to look at the team, and he's going to be he's going to give guys who maybe didn't have the chance to play the opportunity to play. And if they could come in and be effective and con- contribute, and you know, help the Pistons get some more wins. You know, you have to look at Stan Van Gundy and say, why didn't you play these guys? I think Henry Ellison is going to get a chance to prove himself. Stanley Johnson is going to get a chance to prove himself. Um, you know, Luke Kennard, he's going to get a chance. Like, everybody's going to have a legit, legit chance. Like, the Pistons are solid, man. When you look at the roster, they're solid. You know, it's just a matter of can they stay healthy. So, that's something that you have to ask. Um, other than that, man, I think, I think I'm good, man. I think... I think I've just covered everything that I wanted to cover in this particular episode. But before I do go, because I did Heat of the Week last week, and it it, it, it helped it helped out somebody. <laughs> it, it helped out somebody in terms of uh, figuring out what uh what was coming out. Um, so you know, I think I'm gonna just go ahead and I'm gonna do a Heat of the Week uh, this particular week as well. So let's go ahead, let's do Heat of the Week for Got Him Coach uh, episode. Whatever number this is. So go ahead. Heat of the week. Got him, coach. Let's get it. Add some fire to your sneaker collection. This is the heat of the week. All right. Heat of the week, man. So I'm I'm browsing the uh, the, 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 the heat heat to see what we got going on. Um, so right now, to be dead serious with you. I ain't really, I ain't really liking too much of what I see. Oh, one one particular heat that I do know that's coming out is the Air Jordan 14 last shots. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, we got some heat heat. Oh, we got some heat heat. Oh no, these are just stories. My bad. <laughs> Them just stories. Hey, I was looking at it, dog. I seen all these type of. I'm like, dang, man, we got some heat, heat that's coming out. But uh, yeah, the Air Jordan 14 last shots are coming out this weekend. So those are shoes that you definitely want to pick up. Uh, the 14s to me, I don't know why the 14s are so underrated to me. I think because of the way that they look. A lot of people are not really rocking with them, but I rock with the 14s. I think the the 14s is a nice, solid, underrated, uh, a nice, solid, underrated shoe. Another shoe that's coming out on the 14th is the Kobe AD NXT 360 uh, Infrareds. Them boys is looking kind of nice. Kobe got some Kobe got some interesting uh, heat. Uh, I ain't like those ones that look like boxing shoes. I wasn't really feeling those. Um, but other than that, he got some nice heat, man. And that's all I see, to be honest with you. So uh, if y'all going to get y'all some heat, man, definitely go cop them Air Jordan 14 last shots and go copy some Kobe AD NXT 360 Infrared. I think that's what they call it. Go ahead and copy some of them too, man. I mean, if y'all know some other heat, you know, let me know. You know, because, you know, I just kind of did it on the spur of the moment. I wasn't going to do it, but I just figured I'd go ahead and do it. I'd go ahead and throw heat of the week in there. And um, I did it. So that's the episode. And, uh, yeah, I'm about to be up out of here, man. I got to cook some. Brother is hungry. When I tell you I'm hungry, I'm, like, super hungry. I had a sub earlier. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Firehouse. Firehouse may have the, the littest subs in, in, in the sub market right now. I'm so Subway out of Subway. 
Because first of all, I worked there for about four years, four, five years. No, wait a minute. For about three years. Might have been shorter than that. I think I started working at Subway when I was 20. Um, but yeah, fact of the matter is that I worked there for unnecessarily long periods of time. And when you work there, you kind of get the benefits of eating all of the sandwiches and pizzas and salads and chips and drinking all of the bottled pops you want. And I definitely took advantage of that. But uh, hey, Subway, I'm going to put my app in part-time i only want to work mondays if y'all need me come holla at me i can make a foot-long turkey sandwich with all the vegetables in two minutes that's with the bag and everything holla at me i'm on the market no i'm just playing i ain't on no damn on market for no subway but um <laughs> but yeah man i'm about to be up out of here man um i'll let y'all boys next week I, i'm gonna legit put an episode together next week i don't know what the heck i'm gonna talk about there ain't really nothing for me to talk about. Basketball season is over, so I'm going to have to stretch. I'm going to have to stretch it. But I, I think I kind of know what I have to do. Kind of the same way when I did podcasts, when the basketball season was over, I'll kind of give y'all five stories. Kind of talk about them particular five stories. That's probably the exact same thing that I'm going to have to do. Except for free agency. When free agency come, I'm going to have a nice free agency special. You know, it's going to be dope. It's going to be lit. Because I'm going to get to talk about free agents. You know, but uh, yeah, man, I'm about to be up out of here, man. I'm Tyrone Smith, Ron to exclusive hustle bandit, sneaker bandit, four point island, lock them up, Ron Daytona 360. Signing off, I'll holla at y'all boys and ladies. Can't forget about my ladies. Hey, lady, I'm gonna holla at y'all next week, man. Peace. Just got the heat. Thanks for the support. It's greatly appreciated. Tune in next week for another episode. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.